Hello, good morning mga kapatid uh, sa Quest Church. Nakakapanibago kasi normally po ay greet uh, Quest Makati good evening. Pero first time po namin ng uh, kapatid ko si Sis Diane na mag-share dito sa Quest Church. And alam po namin uh, marami from different Quest Churches ang uh, nagjo-join dito sa ating um, Quest service every Sunday. And um Nakaka-amaze po yung opportunity and we're very grateful na mabigyan ng uh, opportunity to serve the Lord at mag-share sa inyo mga kapatid yung aming uh, personal experiences din, ang aming testimonies at uh, pagkakakilanlan sa Panginoon, especially ngayong pandemic. At ngayon po, um, it's Christmas season, happy holidays, talagang Alam niyo po kahit uh, ang daming nangyayaring battles, ang dami pong pinagdaanan, alam ko po lahat tayo may kanya-kanya talagang battles uh, for the past two years. Ang puso ko ay nagagalak, uh, lalo na ngayong Christmas season. Um, di ba po uh, sa kabila ng pinagdadaanan natin at mga pinagdadaanan pa, may kakaibang saya talaga at pag-asang dala ang Pasko. lalo na yung mga nakay Kristo. At um, sabi nga po ni Nanay Rochi nung aming uh, Thursday service sa Quest Makati, kung hindi ipinanganak si Jesus, wala na tayong buhay at pag-asa. At maraming maraming salamat talaga sa Panginoon at pinadala niya ang kanyang um, bugtong na anak para isalba tayo at Uh, ngayon, nagagalak tayo at puno ng pag-asa. Actually, ang title po ng message natin, um, Today is Unstoppable Hope. Wow! Lahat po tayo kailangan na kailangan nito. Kasi all of us, di ba, um, hindi natatapos. Um, yun yung isa sa mga na-realize ko talaga for the past years, um, especially this pandemic. Hindi nauubos ang problema Uh, nandyan lagi ang uh, battles natin habang tayo ay nabubuhay pa sa mundo. Pero alam nyo po, we have an unstoppable hope. Talagang patuloy na lumalaban. Patuloy na um, meron talagang pag-asa at uh, kakaibang saya. Hindi dahil walang problema but because we have Jesus in us. At um, yung... Sabi nga ni Nanay yung uh, nung Thursday din na uh, yung gift sa atin, uh, it takes a lifetime to unwrap. And isa talaga sa mga regalo uh, sa atin ngayong Christmas is really yung hope. At um, as we get to know uh, Jesus more, yung promises niya, yung character niya, mas mabubuhayan talaga tayo ng loob. And meron talaga tayong lifetime of supply ng unstoppable hope. Hindi nauubos yan hanggat meron tayong uh, Panginoon sa buhay natin. At ito po uh, ang ating key verse um, for uh, this morning. Pero before we uh, go to that, let's pray po. Um, Lord, uh, Father God, maraming maraming salamat for this morning at nagsama-sama ulit kami dito. At uh, Panginoon, maraming salamat um, sa uh, Christmas season na ito at ginugunita namin ang uh, pagdating mo, ang pagka, um, pagkapanganak, Panginoon, pinadala mo ang iyong bugtong na anak uh, para sa amin. At uh, Lord, um, Today, we know na meron kayong gustong uh, baguhing mga buhay at meron kayong mensahe na gustong ipadala sa bawat isa sa amin. At um, Lord, itago niyo po kami sa harap sa likuran niyo at um, we know Lord na ikaw ang mangunguna, ikaw ang personal na mangungusap sa bawat isa sa amin today. At uh, maraming maraming salamat. We ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So ayan mga kapatid, ang ating key verse, uh, sabay-sabay po nating basahin ang Isaiah 9 verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, 
mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wow. Do you agree, mga kapatid, na the Bible is a book about Jesus? Yung Old Testament po. So, dito po, no, it's in the Old Testament by the prophet Isaiah. At in this Old Testament, in this verse, he, uh, Jesus is prophesied. At sa New Testament naman, mga kapatid, He is revealed. Wow. In the Old Testament, mga kapatid, um, there's expectation, anticipation, merong feeling na umaasa, kumbaga. Pero alam nyo po, sa New Testament, it is fulfilled. Yung inaasahan, nandyan na, nung sa New Testament. At what is concealed, yung hindi pa ganun kaklaro, yung medyo tinatago pa in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, it is revealed. So Jesus is revealed in the New Testament. At isa sa mga revelation, mga kapatid, ito nga yung uh, mga characteristics ni Jesus at ipinakita niya throughout his life on earth. Um, even yung kanyang pag, uh, pagkabuhay namang muli. Uh, nakita natin sa New Testament yung mga yon At dito sa verse, mga kapatid, uh, the prophet Isaiah is trying to encapsulate the grandeur, the wealth, and the significance nung arrival ni Jesus, nung pagkapanganak niya, nung Christmas. At, di ba, napaka-indescribable, uh, mga kapatid, ni Jesus. Hindi natin talaga ma-encapsulate uh, sa buong buhay natin, hindi natin maaarok ng isip natin. Pero, unti-unting nire-reveal ng Panginoon sa atin kung sino siya. At, um, Kumbaga, di ba, pag nag-unbox tayo, uh, yun, meron din uh, unboxing na nagaganap na nire-reveal ng Panginoon yung character niya. At um, dito mga kapatid, sa araw na ito, uh, meron gustong i-unbox ang Panginoon para sa atin. At um, yung four characters nga niya, uh, share namin yung um, bubulay-bulayan natin yung four characters. So, I will share about uh, yung character ni Jesus as Wonderful Counselor and Mighty God. Tapos, ang aking kapatid, magandang kapatid na sis Diane, will share about Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. So, um, pumunta tayo sa Wonderful Counselor. Ano po ba ang Ibig sabihin ng counselor sa dictionary. So, sabi sa dictionary, a counselor is a person trained to give guidance on personal, social, or psychological problems. So, di ba ang dami-dami nating counselors? Bata tayo, may guidance counselor. So, sino na po dito ang natawag sa guidance at nakausap ng guidance counselor? So, lahat po tayo... Um, at some point, no, kinakausap ng guidance counselor to guide us, to give us advice, wisdom, uh, habang tayo ay nasa school noon. Tapos nung kung sino man po dito ang mga kinasal na, may marriage counselor. So may iba't ibang klase ng counselor, may career counselor. So um, bakit nga ba tinawag na counselor si Jesus? Um, ano muna natin, uh, pagbulay-bulayan natin, ano ba yung Hebrew word uh, ng wonderful counselor? Ang Hebrew word for wonderful counselor is Peleuez. So, Pele means a miracle, a marvel, a wonder. So, uh, talagang si Jesus ay extraordinary siya incomprehensible at inexplicable. So, hindi mo talaga, he's a wonder. At pag um, pinagdugtong mo siya doon sa US, it means to advise, counsel, device, and uh, purpose. So, 
Um, Jesus, mga kapatid, is a type of counselor that counsels, counsels you and takes you to the miraculous. So, hindi lang yung basta yung na-encounter nating counselor dito sa mundo na um, will help you maybe survive or uh, overcome yung mga trauma mo or uh, may bibigay sa yung advice, di ba? Parang minsan it's to uh, get by or survive. Kunwari, uh, may depression tayo, they help us survive. Uh, pero alam niyo po kapatid, uh, Jesus as our wonderful counselor, He counsels you in a way that far exceeds your expectation. Uh, it's something miraculous and uh, supernatural. Walang ibang makakagawa ng counseling na ginagawa niya sa atin. Uh, kasi He is the source of all wisdom. Uh, he knows everything about us. Jesus was incarnated and He came down from heaven to earth and became man. So Jesus is God Himself. He is both. He was both fully human and fully divine. And because of this dual nature, his life uh, was filled with uh, miracle after miracle. And um, dahil dito sa dual nature na to mga kapatid, he understands and can relate to our pains and suffering, naging human din siya. At the same time, being divine, he knows everything. He knows everything about us, diba yung number ng hair natin, alam niya. He knows all of our needs. He always wants the best for us. He knows the past, present, and future. At mga kapatid, He can miraculously heal physical, emotional, and spiritual illnesses as He has authority over everything. He has authority to forgive sins. He has authority to cleanse our hearts. Yung mga bigat natin, kaya niyang lahat kunin yan. During his earthly ministry, uh, Jesus was known as a wise teacher and a miracle worker. And there were at least uh, 34 miracles Jesus performed. Uh, record, uh, recorded in the gospel. At isa po sa mga favorite ko na stories of miracle and healing and redemption was yung story ni Mary Magdalene, kung paano siya ni-redeem ni Jesus. At mga kapatid, panoorin po natin to. I don't know what else I can do to help you. Give me that. Lots of it. That's not going to solve your problems. It's meant to distract from no them. No more preaching. Just give it to me. Lilith, please listen to what I'm Magdala. 
Thus says the Lord who created you. And he who formed you. Fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Ang ganda po, ang ganda po ng um, video clip na yon. At ito po yung isa sa mga uh, nag-touch ng heart ko yung sabi ni Jesus, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Grabe. Nakita niyo po yung reaction ni Mary Magdalene, no? At Nung tinawag tayo ni Jesus at tinanggap natin siya, siguro very similar, very similar yung ating um, experience nung uh, encounter, nung ni-reveal ni uh, Jesus yung sarili niya sa atin. At yun nga po, no, Jesus called Mary Magdalene at her, at her lowest point when she felt so hopeless with her situation. But Jesus, being our wonderful counselor, he knows everything about Mary Magdalene. He knows her mind and heart, and he knows what she needs to be healed. Relate po ba kayo? Ako po, relate na relate. At um, sabi nga po ni Nanay Rochi sa sharing niya last Thursday, walang kristyano na napariwara o napasama ang buhay nung tumanggap sa Panginoon. Because He is the source of all wisdom, lahat ng utos niya at guidance na binibigay niya sa atin ay para sa ikabubuti natin. Yes, minsan masakit, minsan mahirap, minsan parang imposible. Nako, ilang beses ko to naramdaman, especially nung pandemic. Pero naamaze ka, Maamis ka na lang na yung palang pinapagawa ng Lord sa'yo, yung guidance pala na binibigay niya. Mapapawaw ka na lang, Lord, ito pala ang reason bakit mo pinapagawa to sa akin, bakit ito yung leading mo sa akin. And if we thread this life under His grace, under His wisdom, everything works together for good. Life-changing ang buhay, mga kapatid, kung ang driver ng buhay natin ay si Jesus who knows everything, who knows our past, present, and future, who knows everything about you, everything about the world. He knows everything. And God counsels you towards results that exceeds your expectations and sometimes exceeds your imaginations. Miraculous results talaga kapag si Lord ang nag-drive ng life mo. Kaya, kaya I encourage you mga kapatid to trust in our wonderful counselor. Seek his guidance, his wisdom, his will, his word. At napakagandang opportunity nitong Christmas season, itong Christmas break, to reflect at lumapit tayo sa ating wonderful counselor. Okay, sige, let's move to our next characteristic ni Jesus, which is Mighty God. So it's found throughout the Bible in Psalm 45 verse 3 um, that this Mighty God is clothed with splendor and majesty. In Psalm 50 verse 1, this Mighty God speaks with absolute authority. In Psalm 45, this mighty God establishes his victory. Jesus healed the sick. Jesus walked on water. He resurrected the dead. He died and he rose again. Indeed, he is God Almighty and has authority over all things. 
all authority has been given to him in heaven and on earth. And imagine, mga kapatid, this mighty God, who is all-powerful, makes himself vulnerable. He became human. To us, a child is born. To us, a child is given. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was pierced for our inequities. By his stripes, we are healed. God is not just someone who displays his strength and majesty. In Hebrew, mighty God is El Gibor, and it is translated to mighty warrior in other parts of the Bible. And this gives us another layer of who God is, yung El Gibor na term. As our El Gibor and our mighty warrior, He is a God that fights our battles with us. He is a God that is victorious and conquering. He never lost a battle. Victory is assured. He conquered death and hell. He is a wonderful counselor who knows all things and has the best plan. And he is a mighty God who can execute that perfect plan. He will fight with us and fights for us because he loves us and he knows that with him, victory is assured. Our El Gibor, a mighty warrior, was given to us, was born in our midst, and now lives in us. Let this be an encouragement, mga kapatid, that we will be victorious sa lahat ng pinagdadaanan nating battles. Kasi kasama natin ang Lord. Minsan, napanghihinaan tayo ng loob at naduduwag because this is our human nature. Pero a mighty God is with us and in us. Sa Kanya, tayo huhugot ng lakas. Tapang, at assurance ng victory. So yon mga kapatid, um, and I want to share my testimony with you. At later po, my kapatid na maganda, si Sista Yan, will share about uh, Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. Before we discuss further another attributes of God through this verse, let me share with you the historical context of this verse so that we can deeply understand why this prophecy was spoken through Isaiah. The book of Isaiah is authored by Isaiah and his ministry is centered in Jerusalem, which is the capital of Judah. The nation united under Kings David and Solomon has splintered into two kingdoms. Um, divided na siya, tapos nag-scattered na siya. With Judah in the south and Israel in the north. Deep distrust between the two kingdoms leads to occasional civil wars. In Isaiah chapter 7 through 12, the prophet is dealing with what we call the Assyrian crisis that time. Ano nga ba yung Assyrian crisis? In that time of crisis, Judah was led by King Ahaz. Yung panahon na yon, King Ahaz and his people were worried to death. Punong-puno sila ng kaba and takot that time. Kasi yung Northern Kingdom and Syria were joining forces and it seemed like na may bagos, na may plano sila nasakupin ang Judah or the Southern Kingdom. Now God, through Isaiah, had something to say about all of this. God sent word to King Ahaz. Sabi niya, King Ahaz, huwag kang mag-worry about this Northern Confederation. Sa gitna ng pangamba at takot ni King Ahaz that time, God assured him to keep calm and don't be afraid. 
it will not take place. Yun yung sinasabi niya kay King Ahaz that time. It will not take place and it will not happen. God reassured King Ahaz that he will provide all the protection required. Ang sabi ng Lord, ako ang bahala and the birth of a child will serve as a sign of this. It is written in Isaiah 7 verse 14, The Lord himself will give a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Meaning, God, Emmanuel meaning God is always with us. Pero hindi naniwala si King Ahaz sa leading ng Lord. Instead, gumawa siya ng sarili na niyang plano. Parang tayo minsan, di ba? Hindi tayo naniniwala sa leading ng Lord. Gumagawa pa rin tayo ng sarili nating plano. King Ahaz that time hired the nation of Assyria to come over and crush this northern kingdom. Binayaran niya pa ang Assyria using silver and gold from the house of the Lord. Nagtagumpay naman ang strategy ni King Ahaz, but it eventually backfired. The Assyrians were able to crush the northern confederation, but, beki- but because of King Ahaz's unbelief, God used Assyria to punish both kingdoms, Israel and Judah. Pinarusahan niya yung, the, yung northern and southern kingdom. At the end of chapter 8, there is a picture of the gloom and darkness as the Assyrians came through with their devastating military force. The people of Judah had a sense of hopelessness as they look around. Yung, yung tipo na kahit na saan nila ilagay yung mata nila, there were troubles everywhere. Darkness and the gloom of anguish were covering the nation of Judah. In the beginning of chapter 9, the Lord is encouraging the people of Judah through prophet Isaiah. Ang sinasabi ng Lord through prophet Isaiah, this gloom will not last forever. The picture of total gloom, which close the preceding chapter, gives way to a picture of brilliant light. Ang sinasabi ng Lord noon sa people of Judah, yes, there is darkness right now, but it is certain that there will be light. Things will be bad in the aftermath of this Assyrian crisis, but they wouldn't be bad forever. The light will come in. In the midst of oppression, hopelessness, and fear, that the people of Judah were experiencing that time, God sent this encouraging verse. It says here in Isaiah 9:6, For to us a child is born, to us a sign, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Jack has already discussed the two attributes of God in this verse, which are God as the wonderful counselor and God as the mighty as our mighty God. Now we'll discuss the third and fourth attributes of God as the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Ang iba sa atin may wonderful memories memories of our childhood and our fathers, pero ang iba perhaps the majority, fatherhood is a painful thought. Your dad wasn't very good to you and nag-iwan ito ng sugat sa puso mo. For a few of us, just like me, your, your father wasn't a part of your physical life dahil namatay na or for some, sumakabilang bahay na. And you may have struggled with the feeling na naiwan ka sa ere, even though you know it wasn't the real one. For some, speaking to the theme of fatherhood will indeed strike a deep chord in your heart. 
but it wouldn't make a pleasant sound. Perhaps it will make a painful one. And yet, here's the good news. Hindi man perfect an earthly father natin, we have a perfect and everlasting father in Christ. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Is always there for us. Hindi siya katulad ng earthly father natin na pwedeng iwan tayo. I don't know kung ano ang struggles mo ngayon, but God knows. You may feel that God is distant in your situation right now, but God, as our everlasting Father, wants us to hold on sa tatlong katotohanan na ito. The first one is God knows about your situation. He knows the good and the bad. Yung mga magagandang bagay na nangyayari sa buhay natin, uh, sinaselebrate ni Lord yan. He celebrates with our milestone. Yung mga pangit na bagay na nangyayari sa buhay natin, He cries with us. Nandun siya to share with our sorrows. Sometimes when we are in pain, iniisip natin that we are alone and no one really cares. He knows it all and He cares. King David had plenty of sorrow in his life and he said of God in Psalm 31 verse 7, Sabi niya, I am radiant with joy because of your mercy. For you have listened to my troubles and have seen the crisis in my soul. Nakikita ng Lord lahat ng pinagdadaanan natin ngayon. Financial worries, broken relationship, uncertain future, at kung ano-ano pa. He knows what we need before we even say a word. He knows what we need even before we ask Him. God keeps a record of every tear that has fallen down our cheeks. David mentioned this in Psalm 56, verse 8. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. We have never, ever shed a, a tear that God missed. He is aware of everything we've gone through, are going through, and will go through. Nothing is beyond His compassionate gaze because yung pangalawang katotohanan, He cares about our situation. In Psalm chapter 103 verses 13 to 14, it says here, The Lord is like a father to His children, tender and compassionate to those who fear Him, for He knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. God made us and He knows how frail we are. Alam niya kung gano tayo kahina and He wants to be the father that we never had. He is tender and sympathetic towards us. Mahal niya tayo even in our good days and bad days, even when we serve Him and when we don't, when we're right and when we're wrong. His love is unconditional. Lagi nating naririnig yan. At yun yung katotohanan. It is not based on our performance. It's not based on what we do. It is based on His character and based on who it is in our lives. Kung sino siya sa buhay natin. God knows how frail we are and He loves us even when we're breaking His heart. At ito yung katotohanan na gustong na gusto rin sabihin ng Lord sa atin ngayon, yung pangatlong katotohanan. Even when we're breaking His heart, He has the power to change us and our situation. Sometimes God changes us. Sometimes He changes our situation. Sometimes He changes both. May power siya to change us and our situation. The magnitude of his power is hard to comprehend. If God can raise Jesus Christ from the dead, he can certainly raise a dead relationship. He can set us free from mental struggles. 
He can provide for our financial need. He can make a way even when it seems there is no way. Some of us, some of us may be in a situation now that seems hopeless, feeling mo wala nang pag-asa, but the Lord is telling to us right now, no, there is hope. God, as our everlasting Father, knows our situation, care about our situation, and He has the power to change us and our situation. Yun yung katatlong katotohanan na gusto ng Panginoon na panghawakan mo sa sitwasyon mo ngayon. As our everlasting Father, He knows your situation. As our everlasting Father, He cares about our situation. And as our everlasting Father, He has the power to change us and our situation. The Bible goes on to say in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And we are not promoting toxic positivity here. We are affirming the, God, the word of God that never fails. God is speaking to you right now. Ano, ano man ang tingin mo? Ano yung tingin mo na hopeless situation sa buhay mo ngayon? He wants us, he wants us to lay it down at His feet and let Him do the work. He is our everlasting Father and He does things that are beyond our capacity to manage or endure. And this gives us, this gives us peace that surpasses all understanding, which lead me to the next attribute of God, which is the Prince of Peace. Going back to the historical con- context of this verse, The root cause of the problem in that time is the disobedience of God's people. As a result, the people of Judah were suffering from oppression, hopelessness, and fear because of their unholy pride, refusal to repent, and prevailing wickedness. Sin, yung kasalanan nila, pulled them away from God. The Hebrew word for peace, shalom, is often used in reference to an appearance of calm and tranquility of individuals, groups, and nation. But the deeper, more foundational meaning of peace that God is offering to the people of Judah that time is the spiritual harmony through restoration with God or the reconciliation of their relationship with Jesus. There is peace when there is spiritual harmony. Reconcile, re, ito yung sinasabi ng God. Reconcile with me because it will bring peace. And this is also the same peace that, God's, that God wants to offer to us today. Dahil sa kasalanan natin, kaaway tayo ng Diyos. Pero gaano man kalala, lagi na nating naririnig to or kadami ng kasalanan natin, hindi nag-aatubuli ang Panginoon na ibigay niya ang nag-iisa niyang anak para mamatay sa kasalanan nating lahat. Yun ang sinasabi na great exchange. He died for our sins so that we can live a freedom life, a free life. He sacrificed His only Son to reconcile with us. Kahit na nag-struggle tayo sa kasalanan, God never gives up on us. Hindi lang reconciliation ang ino-offer niya sa ating lahat. He wants us to enjoy our fellowship with Him. And that is the deep abiding peace between our hearts and the, our Creator that cannot be taken away. Sabi nga niya sa John uh, chapter 10, verses 27 to 28, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never, never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. The enemy cannot snatch you out of Jesus' hands because Jesus died on the cross to reconcile with us and that's the ultimate fulfillment of Christ's work as Prince of Peace. We are all undeserved, 
but Jesus forgave us regardless of who we are. He forgives instantly, freely, and completely. He forgives us, He forgives us, and He will forgive us. And this is also the same forgiveness that God wants us to imitate and extend to people who hurted us. Hindi tayo nagpapatawad kasi Christmas season. Forgiveness is not a seasonal event. We need to consistently forgive because, because unang-una, God forgave us. Di po ba? Uh, pinatawad tayo ng Panginoon. Sabi nga niya, uh, God has forgiven us. Sabi nga niya sa Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, Be gentle and ready to forgive. Never hold grudges. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Pag alam natin how much God has forgiven us, it makes more sense to forgive others. I certainly understand when sometimes it is hard to forgive, especially when there is a collateral, emotional, or physical damage that the offender has inflicted on us. This may take years, depending kung gaano kalalim ang sakit na binigay sa'yo ng taong yon. And, and the Lord understand because forgiveness is a process, not a one-shot deal. Continuous yung forgiveness. And the good news is this is possible by the grace of God. Another reason that God wants us to forgive other to forgive others is resentment doesn't work it says here in job chapter 5 verse 2 to worry yourself to death with resentment will be a foolish sense senseless thing to do it also says here in job chapter 21 verses 23 to 25 some people stay healthy till the day they die Others have no happiness at all. They live and die with bitter hearts. Nurturing our bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness only hurts us. We need to forgive for our own good para sa sarili nating kapakanan. Holding on to resentment is unhealthful and unhealthy. Hindi siya nakakatulong at hindi din maganda sa health natin. When we are angry and resentful towards someone, we are not hurting them. We are hurting ourselves. Naranasan mo na ba na, ito naranasan ko to eh, na hindi ka makatulog dahil sa galit, tapos yung nakasakit sa'yo ang sarap ng tulog. Ikaw ang hindi makatulog and you are being disrupted by the joys of life. Hindi ka na nagiging masaya. The offender is not bothered. They are sleeping great. Ang sarap ng tulog nila, pero ikaw, hindi ka makatulog. Hindi ka makatulog. Maaring they are not aware of the hurts, of the hurt that going that's going on inside you. Or maaring wala rin silang idea na nasaktan ka pala nila. And if we are not careful, this resentment is an emotional poison. Lason siya sa isip, puso, at kaluluwa natin with physical consequences or worse, spiritual consequences. Because of resentment, we are blinded by the pain na hindi na natin nakikita ang kabutihan ng Diyos. It makes us question God his fairness, his judgment, and his faithfulness. It can lead to depression, stress, and fatigue. Minsan naririnig ko ito sa ibang tao. Naku, hindi ko na talaga siya mapapatawad. We are playing God as a judge. But we need to forgive regardless. Because the third one is we need forgiveness in the future. It says here in Mark 11, verse 25, When you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. 
we need to forgive other people because we're going to need God's forgiveness in the future. And we don't want to burn the bridge that we got to walk across. Before I end, I want to share my testimony with you. I was raised in a loving and and supportive family and I can say that my childhood life was almost perfect. I grew up in a religious family. Palasimba yung yung family namin, tapos paladasal din. I knew Jesus, but my relationship with Him was superficial. Mababaw lang ang pagkakakilala ko noon sa Panginoon. I also grew as a go-getter person. When I was in my younger years, I was insatiable in pursuing endless goals. Katulad ng mga nararanasan ng younger generation ngayon, takot na takot ako na maiwan sa career ko. But in spite of all the accomplishments and accolades I got, hindi pa din ako secured sa future ko. I knew still I still felt that void. I knew I missed something so I decided to surrender my life to Jesus in 2008. Everything went smoothly and so I thought. In 2014, while I was passionately serving the Lord, sunod-sunod na pagsubok ang dumaan sa personal life ko at sa buhay ng family ko. A tragic incident happen na akala ko sa telenovela lang nangyayari. This resulted to a psychological trauma that led to an anxiety attack and temporary depression. Through the years, I thought I was healing from this psychological trauma because I was functioning well as a breadwinner, entrepreneur, and ministry worker. Then in 2020, when The pandemic happened, my psychological trauma got worse. I usually found myself waking up in the middle of the night and nagsusuka ako. It was one of the tough times of my life. Fast forward to October 2021, someone invited me to attend a healing class based on biblical perspective. It is a six, 16-week, uh, ongoing pa rin siya ngayon, 16-week program. And as the session progress, God reveals all the pain that I was hiding under the carpet. In the first few weeks of our session, parang ayaw ko na tumuloy, tapusin yung healing program kasi nagiging sobrang emotional ako at iyak lang ako ng iyak. As I look back, I realized that I didn't give myself a time to grieve as I needed to bounce back immediately for the needs of my family. Um, ang ano ko noon na wala na akong time umiyak, wala na akong time umiyak. Ang nasa isip ko noon, hindi ako pwedeng maging mahina dahil may mga tao na umaasa sa akin. I was in a hurry to heal. Instead of running to God as my everlasting Father, lately mas natutunan ko na pag nalulungkot at nasasaktan ako dahil sa sakit na binibigay ng mga ibang tao, ang unang takbuhan ko ay si Lord. Iniiyak ko lang lahat at napapayapa ako after. As I walk with Him, mas nakita ko na napakabuti pala talaga ng Panginoon natin. He is a loving Father. He is the everlasting Father to all of us. He knows what we need before we even say a word. And kahapon lang po, may isang kapatid na nangako sa akin na mag-shopping daw kami at bibilhin niya para sa akin yung isang bagay na gustong-gusto ko bilhin since last month pa. Sobrang nakakakilig lang kung paano gumagamit ang Lord ng tao to really remind us that He is our everlasting Father and limiting Him should never be an option. As I mentioned earlier, I was suffering from psychological trauma for several years. By the grace of God, nararamdaman ko talaga kung paano lang ako patuloy na pinapagaling ng Panginoon. May mga sinasabi sa akin na healthy tool si Lord 
for me to cope and lately God is instructing me to forgive those people na nakasakit sa akin especially the person who caused me trauma I can confidently say that I'm in a better position now as compared to last year Yesterday, I was given an opportunity. I was given a chance to minister to one of my sisters in Christ na dumadaan din sa mental struggle. She asked me if mental struggle is a permanent state. Naiintindihan ko kung bakit nga natanong because when you're suffering from recurring trauma, you have this feeling, you have this notion na hindi ka nagagaling. I confidently answered her question that we can both be healed as long as we consistently choose to be with Jesus, the Prince of Peace. God can turn our tra- trauma into triumph. In this season of Christmas, I hope and pray that we are giving the best gift to our family and loved ones by sharing Jesus as the one and only unstoppable hope that will never fail. Gumalik, patuloy po akong gumagaling sa trauma kasi yun yung unstoppable, meron akong pinangahawakan na unstoppable hope that I have in Jesus. If you are watching this service and you don't and you haven't accepted accepted Jesus Christ as your one and only savior, I hope and pray that you will not let this opportunity pass and let Jesus enter your heart. And if you are a Christian for so long and pakiramdam mo na aandap-andap na ang faith mo due to some situation that seem hopeless, due to some situation na that are beyond beyond for you to endure, I hope and pray that you will not let this opportunity to pass to dream again and let God as your unstoppable hope reignite the fire within you. Let me pass the ball to Jack to lead us into prayer. Thank you, Church. Sige, let's pray po, mga kapatid. Sige, um, sa mga bago po, um, sa... Uh, na bago po makarinig ng gospel ng Panginoon. Uh, Lord, uh, Father God, we pray, mga, uh, we pray po sa mga kapatid na ngayon po nakarinig ng gospel. I encourage you mga kapatid that you accept uh, Jesus Christ as our Lord, as your Lord and Savior. Uh, sige, um, mag-pray po tayo uh, nasabay. Uh, Lord Jesus, I accept Uh, that you died on the cross with me. I believe, Panginoon, that uh, you died for me, that you are our Lord and Savior. Uh, Lord, uh, simula sa uh, araw na to, tinatanggap ko, tinatanggap kita bilang uh, Lord and Savior, bilang driver ng buhay ko. At um, I pray na uh, kumilos ka, Panginoon, sa buhay ko at uh, sa lahat ng aspeto ng buhay ko, Panginoon, ayusin mo at ikaw na, Panginoon, is surrender my life to you and I confess all of my sins. Linisin mo ang puso ko, Panginoon. At um, sa mga uh, matagal ng Kristiyano, at um, I pray mga kapatid na um, talagang uh, ma-refresh tayo sa promises ng Panginoon that He is our wonderful counselor that he is our mighty god that he is our everlasting father that he is our prince of peace kung ngayon mga kapatid kailangan mo ng guidance sa panginoon i pray that god will give you the wisdom that i pray that god uh, will really uh, yung word niya ang uh, maging driver ng buhay mo. Sige, lumapit ka kapatid sa kanya kung ano yung gusto mong i-consult sa kanya, kung ano yung gusto mong ipa-counsel sa kanya, kung anong gusto mong ipagaling sa kanya, ano yung nararamdaman mo physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. Sige, isurrender natin lahat ng mga yan, mga kapatid. 
He is our mighty God. Kaya niya yan lahat. Yung problema na, na nararanasan mo ngayon, isurrender mo sa Kanya. Uh, ask for wisdom, mga kapatid. And surrender, completely surrender. Huwag mong itira, mga kapatid, sa shoulders mo yung um, problema mo. Lahat yan, isurrender mo. Yes, uh, Lord, we pray for peace, Panginoon. You are our Prince of Peace. Lord, we know na uh, ngayon meron kang uh, uh, pinapagaling, Panginoon, na mga sugat sa amin. Yung mga trauma, yung anxiety and worries. Lahat yan, Panginoon, gusto mong kunin. At kapatid, I encourage you, surrender mo yan. Buksan mo yung puso mo. At tanggapin siya. Tanggapin siya bilang your Lord and Savior. Tanggapin siya bilang your mighty God. Bilang your wonderful counselor. Tanggapin siya bilang Prince of Peace and Everlasting Father. Mga kapatid, kung ngayon you feel abandoned, let this be a reminder na nandiyan ang ating Panginoon, our everlasting Father, who will protect you, who will provide for you. Hindi kanya iniwan, mga kapatid. Hinahabol kanya. And this morning, I pray, kapatid, na finally, magpahabol ka na sa kanya. Uh, hawakan mo na ang kamay niya, mga kapatid. Tanggapin na siya sa puso mo ulit. And I pray for healing, for restoration, for uh, refreshment sa pagod, for a new life. Lord, maraming maraming salamat for this Christmas season, for the new year. At uh, salamat Panginoon kasi everyday is a new life. Everyday Panginoon, may gift kang ino-offer sa amin. Yung pag-asa, bagong buhay, yung victory, Panginoon. Ang dami, ang dami mong regalo sa amin na everyday mong binibigay. And mga kapatid, um, let this Christmas be a reminder na ang dami-daming blessings na binibigay ng Panginoon sa atin in the midst of our battles, mga kapatid. Uh, let's recognize, let's accept yung mga regalo na binibigay ng Panginoon. Let's open our eyes and minds sa lahat ng mga yon, mga kapatid. And this Christmas, Lord, we pray for peace, we pray for blessings, we pray for a new mind, a new heart, na ikaw, uh, ikaw ang driver ng buhay namin. Uh, ikaw, Panginoon, ang nasa puso na amin. At um, we thank you, we thank you for this morning and um, thank you Panginoon for your word and thank you Panginoon sa kapatiran na to at uh, sa church na to. And uh, we ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, we have a wonderful opportunity to apply God's word in a context of community. Let us go to our designated life groups where we can share with one another each other's burden, pray for each other, and minister to each other. Also, take this opportunity that what you have learned from God's Word, you will apply. So kung ano ang tinuturo sa'yo ng Lord na napulot mo, sabihin mo, pakinggan mo ang napulot ng iba, at papaano natin isasabuhay ang salita ng Panginoon sa konteksto ng ating buhay as we speak to each other sa ating life groups. If you want to take part of Quest through your giving, here are the opportunities. You can give online to our Philippine National Bank account. The account name is Quinzero Gospel Church, Inc. Savings account number is 2436-7000-1692. If you will give there, please message Feli Alvines our treasurer on her Facebook account or text in this number 0916-218-0694 You can also give via GCash 
The number is 0906-413-6860. Thank you and have a blessed Sunday.